Hello and welcome to Socially Awkward History. I'm Joe Gillard, your host and founder of the online history hub, History Hustle. This is the podcast that puts the awkward into Anglo-Saxon and the cringe into Cavalier. Every episode, we are joined by a comedian to dissect and discuss some socially awkward facts from history. I'm also joined by my trusty producer, Giles. Hey, Giles. Hello, Joe Gillard. Well, who is our comedian guest this week? Well, Joe, we're in for an absolute treat. Today, we're joined by Sophie Ward, a.k.a. Soph's Notes. Uh, Sophie is a presenter, improviser and YouTuber who sees the funny side of science. She's been featured on Radio 4 and Lad Bible, so both ends of the spectrum, chatting about everything from dessert stomachs to anxiety to love potions. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite the range, isn't it? That is a lot. Well, welcome Hi, to the everyone. show. Hi, Joe. Nice, Hello. nice to see you. Hi, Giles. You too. Nice to see you as well. We appreciate you being on the show. So how, how awkward would you say you are? Are you socially awkward? Oh, ooh, that's a great question. Socially awkward. I used to define myself by being socially awkward for many, many years. And then I think kind of I had a bit of a renaissance and I'm a lot less awkward now. But I think... Maybe I'm awkward, but it's kind of part of my charm. A bit like Zoe Deschanel kind of vibes. Ah, okay, that was a big okay. compliment to myself, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit awkward. Gotcha. You're the, the manic pixie variety. Yeah, like a like a North Northern England version of a manic pixie dream girl, maybe. <laughs> okay. Giles, maybe you can explain what that means. I have no idea. What, Northern England. I did. I was just thinking, will Joe need a bit of translation as we go ahead? I mean, yeah, just Sophie from my is, accent, yeah. yeah just oh, okay. from, <laughs> so, Joe, oh, if at any point you get stuck, just, you know, just give me a look or, you know, we'll pick a safe word or something. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go with the first fact from history. This one's about Gertrude Ederly. She was a swimmer. Uh, she wanted to swim across the English Channel. And uh, which uh, had never been done before. So she trained with a male swimmer and he had failed to do it 22 times. Uh, And he thought it was too much for any woman swimmer. Uh, But in 1926, Gertrude swam across it in a controversial two-piece suit and beat the record of five (laughs) men before her by two whole hours in choppy conditions. Wow. Two hours. What were the blokes doing to be that much slower? Yeah. That's so impressive. Yeah, they just had, um, you know, they had no reason to doubt. They probably just were taking it easy and casual. Yeah. were men. <laughs> yeah, and Gertrude just absolutely crushes it. Knocks it out of the water, for one yeah. of the phrase. <laughs> yeah. And so, Sophie, why do, you, why do you think men continue to underestimate women after all these years over and over? Um, yeah, big question, Sophie. In 10 <laughs> words or less. That is a big less. question, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, to maintain current power structures that's my serious answer uh, <laughs> I guess I don't know I feel like it just happens isn't it it's just it's just they can't help it not all men hashtag not all men <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they just they saw the controversial bathing suit and were like no way maybe it wasn't the fact she was a mo- woman maybe it was the bathing suit that made them think there's no way she can do it in such a controversial outfit do you, you think know? that's okay. it it was the it wasn't what's what's what is a two-piece suit? Is that a bikini? It's like a bikini, but it was probably at that time maybe more of like a tankini scenario. Um, mm. I'm not sure. I'm a te- I will admit I'm a terrible swimmer, so the idea of swimming the channel absolutely terrifies me. I actually know someone, 
a relatively good friend of mine who swam the channel quite recently. Wow. Um, yeah, and my favorite thing that she taught me is that when you swim the channel, there's a boat alongside you and they have, they give you food out of like a cup yeah. and you can't like touch touch the cup because that counts as like support. So they just kind of have to drop the food and you catch it. And uh, no. a really popular food is uh, mini rolls, which I don't know, do you know what a mini roll is, Joe? No. It's like a, a spongy bit of cake with like ch- a chocolate coating and because Ooh. mini rolls float so if it falls into the water <laughs> you can just pick it up as you swim and then it's perfect it's, it's oh. perfect channel so swimming snack if you if you touch the cup that counts and you're disqualified basically yeah you can't have any mm. kind of support from any external thing so like if you put your hand on the side of the boat obviously you'd be disqualified but even yeah if you touch the cup that they're like putting yeah. out on a I, stick I towards even... you <laughs> this is this is why it's good to have you know actual clever people on this podcast joe because i didn't realize <laughs> joe that giles you... for yourself <laughs> <laughs> you know I, we're a few episodes in it's fine but i didn't realize that you you, you weren't just allowed to swim the channel. You had to like do it officially and let them know when you have a boat. You oh, can't yeah, just, it's legit. You can't just do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's so dangerous. It's so yeah, dangerous. Yeah. I mean, can you, yeah. are you are you guys swimmers? Do you swim well? No, no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. My wife does uh, quite a bit, but, but I just, no. And I'm too old now to learn probably, but I'll try. Um, you don't swim? No, I do. I can. It's just I, yeah. you know, I, I end up kind of flailing or panicking sometimes if it's mm. yeah. uh, if it's too deep. But we're working on that. We're working on that. Yeah, Gertrude. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that she did. She had a boat, um, like you said, and her first attempt, she was the, the person did touch her, and so she was disqualified. Oh really? And, oh, well, was um, it a man? Was it a man? Like oh, yeah, she's, I bet it was. she's doing too well. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna poke her. Was it actually? That's exactly right. That's what they thought happened. Exactly. And oh my um, gosh. So the next time they made sure not to, and she had yeah, she had chicken legs, oranges, and vegetable chicken soup. Oh, you're just describing. Boat. You're just describing her body there. <laughs> the legs yeah, exactly. of a chicken, the arms of a fish. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I don't think she had any mini rolls, but um, yeah. So so she ended up she ended up doing it, and I guess she um, it was eclipsed by uh, Charles Lindbergh flying a plane across the Atlantic the very next year, and so she was kind of forgotten. Oh. Yeah, they'll do anything but to yeah. overshadow, overshadow right. a powerful yeah. woman, won't they? Yeah, right. Gosh. <laughs> so with the Joe, that so at the time it was, it was two pieces existed, but they were controversial. So it was a mm. it was sort of a double statement. Gertrude was like, "I want to do this and beat a man, and I'm going to wear something that will rile them up and annoy oh, them." A feminist icon, yeah. a feminist icon. Yeah, I feel absolutely. I can't believe I've never heard of her. This is amazing. Well, you have now. And what was it? Yes, I have now, exactly. <laughs> and so have you, listeners. And can I say as well, another socially awkward thing as well, and I should stop doing this myself, Gertrude is a funny name. <laughs> like, you might be telling a joke. It feels like an yeah. old woman, funny, almost not a right. real name. Yeah. And, and maybe, I don't know, she's a super famous Gertrude. We should not do that. Although we Gertrude should... is probably coming back in because names go on cycles, don't they? Yes. So I feel like Gertrude could be a really popular baby name now. Do you really think, do you really think people will be naming them? Giles, Giles, you don't know what I'm planning to call my firstborn. Okay, so quiet and down. I mean, Gertie, yeah. you could say Gertie. Um, Gertie, yeah. yeah. Or Trudy, awesome. right? Oh, yeah, Trudy. Getty. Yeah, I, don't know. I like <laughs> no, that. I don't know I like that's that. the name. Uh, yeah. yeah, bathing suits back then, I guess they were basically like big wool dresses. Um, 
And so she she cut it herself. She she supposedly just cut it into a two piece herself, and um, oh. and yeah, you should see some of the pictures. She looks pretty badass, I must say. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So she had a, really she was wearing cool. a woolen two piece yeah. basically yes. to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That gets must have got so heavy as well while she was swimming. Wool is like <laughs> can you imagine? Dense. <laughs> yeah. This is off topic as well, but well, it's not really. It's very on topic. But the idea of swimming across the channel is terrifying to me. I just think like when they said like Joe. I mean, you've done it. It's a History House of Post, isn't it? And they say in choppy mm-hmm. conditions. I imagine that's a nice way of saying it was freaking awful <laughs> yeah. and like freezing yep. and like i just it, i couldn't think of anything scarier yeah and like every stroke you take the sea pushes you back like as many right. and it takes so long that you end up doing a portion of it although i guess maybe it was different at the time but again my friend who's from the channel she had to do a portion <laughs> of it at night because it was quieter because there were no ships crossing really so it was like dark for like a chunk of it um, but I don't know what Gertie's situation was, but yeah, it sounds absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I'm sure it was the hardest possible situation for her. I'm sure they arranged it to be, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, Do you know you have to wear these weights on your ankles as well? It's just yeah, exactly. one of the rules, sorry. Yeah, yeah I'd done some ocean swimming, even though I said I'm not a swimmer. We did a, a whale swim in, in Tahiti uh, with, with um, humpback whales. And so it was like me going from being a terrible swimmer to just being dropped in the ocean with whales and then swimming away. And it was, yeah, it was terrifying for me because you, you turn around and you see the little boat floating, you know, and now it's way back there. And I just, I would panic and, you know, I would have to, I'd have to <laughs> turn around and <laughs> be, where's Joe oh going? You know, yeah. What was it like swimming with whales? It sounds amazing. It was, yeah, it was, it was an incredible, uh, incredible opportunity that we had, we'd been planning for, for a few years to be able to do. Um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Um, and... Although I will admit, yeah, you now having said that, I, I, I think I'm the worst swimmer of the group. You're being like, yeah, I'm a bad swimmer, but I swam with whales. There's no way I could swim with whales unless my feet could touch the floor right. in which case the whales would be the ones in trouble yeah, so, there you yeah. Go. it's a new source of panic when there's a when there's a humongous animal you know right below you and you don't know what they're gonna do are they gonna breach you know and smash you but of course they mm. don't they're very aware of their bodies and where people are and so i like to imagine that gertrude had some whales some feminist whales join her yes. on her <laughs> swim to like support her you know like they're, yeah. they're blowing the water out their blowholes in celebration as she reaches the, yes. channel, the side of the channel sounds like a Disney movie like, like a yeah Moana like the Cinderella of swimming yeah. Yeah. Swim, swim Dorella oh there you go yeah there it is we have to do a pun episode now mm. what about controversial bathing suits nowadays are there any controversial bathing suits these days uh, probably I feel like I feel like my what I choose to wear is probably controversial the other way because I actually recently decided it's quite nice to wear trunks. Like I wear like a top, like a sports bra-esque bikini top. But I like I like wearing swimming trunks. I just think that you feel more freedom. You can, you know, not worry about flashing anyone. It's really nice. Mm. So I feel like now on a beach, I probably stand out more because I'm more covered up. Right. Um, that's just my personal scandalous. choice. Yeah, it is scandalous. Yeah, fancy that, not wearing bikini, <laughs> bikini bottoms. You're going to see Kim Kardashian wearing wearing trunks now and, and yeah. everyone will be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what about you guys? So, either of you wear Speedos? 
that's like the controversial one for men, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I think controversial for women, well, there's sort of very slitty ones, aren't there? Where yeah. it's like, it's just sort of, and then for men is Speedo. Yes. So I just think they should be banned forever. <laughs> I think this, well, unless you're an Olympic swimmer, you know, what are you doing? You don't why, love a pair why of butcher smugglers, Charles. You don't like <laughs> no, no, no. For the same reason, I imagine loads of people would want to wear bikinis or whatever. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm, you know, absolutely not. <laughs> Some things you want to keep private, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those, the, like the slitty ones, I just feel like they just look so uncomfortable. Like Wedgie City, I just can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine it. <laughs> You know. And then yeah. you actually get in the sea, right. and then it, it just gets washed away by by the waves, like you know. And I'm not even swimming; I'm just like jumping up and down. <laughs> anyway, don't want to give anyone too visceral an image there. Anyway. Um, this is the second episode now, Giles. We've talked to our guests about about bathing suits, so maybe yeah. we can give it a rest for next time. Yeah, I think so. I think we should stop. I think we should stop accosting Probably people making, with making this. Making everyone but uncomfortable. Yeah. So far, I mean, up until now, it's been the first episode that we haven't mentioned Hitler. So that's always you a know you say that well, every time. You've just broken that. Yeah, yeah. Just, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. So this one's about Charles Darwin. Um, Darwin, when he was uh, he was writing his second book about orchids, and he was so stressed out, he wrote to his, his friend, and in the letter he said, I am very poorly today and very stupid and hate everybody and everything. I'm going to write a book on orchids, <laughs> and today I hate them worse than everything. <laughs> Which... I love, I love. Why was he, why was he, why did he have a diary like a 15 year old girl or like even like a 12 year old? Why was he talking Well, he's like writing that? it in a letter and I don't know. I, that's what really? I mean. It's so like, like childish. Yes, yes. But I mean, who is he writing it to? That's the question. His, his right? friend, his like imaginary friend or a real friend? <laughs> Supposedly to his real friend. Um, oh. And he was a, you know, a nerdy, uh, according to this biography, uh, prone to anxiety, of course. So. Um, a good fit for our show, but um, yeah, I, I love that he's what, what he said. Just I feel like I feel like we can all relate to that a little bit. Yes, it's very it's very relatable for sure. Like, but yeah, it's basically like what I send people, my mates on like WhatsApp once a month for me, right? <laughs> a particular time of the month, personally, where it's just like, oh, the world is bad again. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I do relate to Darwin. Although talking about men underestimating, underestimate, un, men underestimating women, um, says the woman who can't say underestimate. <laughs> Darwin, Darwin did think that women were evolutionary inferior. Really, yeah, evolutionarily, really inferior. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you know, he did. He, I mean, he hated people all the time, women, but right. he just hated everyone on that particular day. <laughs> it seems. Wow. Um, yeah, but that's what I mean. That's what I've read in a book called Inferior by right. Angela Saini about him. Um, I, I guess I, I don't feel so bad for him anymore. Then maybe if he would have had. <laughs> um, if he was a little bit more compassionate and not a dick, yeah. he wouldn't have felt so poorly. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I mean, I do also relate to that. To the, yes. And I don't know, but or, I think orchids also make a lot of people feel that way because aren't orchids really hard to, really <laughs> yes. hard to grow? Like they're really yes. stressful. Yes. I think that's probably what it was too, right? He's, he's like, he's trying to take care of orchids at the same time. Mm. Yeah, and isn't it funny how this like you start with one thing like I didn't get enough sleep and I have to do this assignment and now I hate 
everything, which is a lot of things. That's a lot of things to. That's a, quite a jump, right? I mean, that's going to your mother and yeah, um, pu- you know, puppies and kittens. So yeah, and Darwin had an awareness of all the different creatures. So to to, yeah. to consciously know you hate all of them. Come on, mate. Yeah, exactly. Take a chill pill. And um, did he say it was his second? The second. Now I'm going to sound very. Um, I can't even think of the word, ignorant here, but it was his second book that he'd written. Yes. So the di- mm-hmm. it was the difficult follow-up album. Yes. It? It, was, it was like, oh, I the need to... The pressure was on, I mean, what was it? yeah. What, what, had yeah. he done the, the Evolution book, which it, it's official... Yeah, he did the Evolution yeah. thing. Yeah. So he'd done Evolution, mm-hmm. and his second follow-up <laughs> album was about all kids. I mean... <laughs> It's not, it's not well, where it, do you go it's from not as interesting because that's the point yeah. where it's like I just really want to explore my art now guys my true fans will follow me yeah. to the Orkins yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it it's a difficult follow up yeah right and this publisher, publisher is probably like Darwin can you do another evolution type <laughs> thing you know something on that level something that kind of changes history yeah. forever that would be great you really want to stay with the Orkid idea you sure sure yeah. money the money isn't in the Orchids you know <laughs> right <laughs> The religious persecution isn't in the orchids. <laughs> in your um, in your YouTubing, have you ever like done a done a, a video or research video, and you're like, this is gonna absolutely kill and be amazing, and has just not performed, and you've edited. Oh my gosh, everyone, Charles, everyone, come on. <laughs> touch, touching touching a nerve there. Um, yeah, sometimes it really it really varies, like. Because there's also, I think, the yeah, the, yeah, there's often the one where you're like, this is going to kill it, and it doesn't. And I can't think of a particular example. But then you do also get the, oh, I don't think this will necessarily do that well, and then it does pretty decently. Um, but, yeah, I feel like there was one I did about a guy who got struck by lightning, and then he really, he just had this urge to play the piano. Like, it just, it was, it was like, it, like, changed his personality. It made him really musical. And I thought it was, like, a really cool title. Like, man gets struck by lightning and it blah, 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 makes him want to be a musician. And it didn't do very well. But I think it was a bad thumbnail. Um, uh, so I see? have had, I have had the, the Darwin. But I think that's just a creative process, isn't it? Where you end up anything, when you do anything creative, you end up being like Darwin and being like, I hate this, and I hate myself, and I hate everyone <laughs> around me. Um, I hate women, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I, I fall into that category more often than I like to admit, I'm joking. Da- I mean, da- Darwin's a sort of guy a bad date. He rows out in a boat and starts, like, touching Gertrude and saying, ha-ha, you have to start again, <laughs> you know? He's that kind of guy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. See, like, and you're right. And what's the what's the YouTube channel again, Sophie? It's called Soph's Notes. So it's Soph's like Notes. I talk about like bits of science that I find funny right. and try, or, or just find interesting, basically. Uh, what's what's an unhealthy way that you deal with stress? Oh, I mean, it's got to be eating sugar, hasn't it? <laughs> I feel like eat. I just I just eat so much, so many biscuits when I get stressed. Um, yeah. <laughs> And even when I'm not stressed, I think I just have a problem with eating biscuits, actually. <laughs> yeah. What's the go-to? What's the stress biscuit? Ooh, bourbons. Bourbon biscuits. They're like, do you know Bourbon Joe? No. It's like well, you mean... basically, not, okay. not the drink bourbon, okay. it's a biscuit bourbon. And it's, uh... it's nothing, it's not related to the drink at all, I don't think. It's basically like a ch- two chocolate biscuits with like a chocolate cream in the middle. Um, wow. It's a classic. It's you guys have some classic. good stuff over there. Oh yeah, yeah. You Wait till you have our custard creams. That's. <laughs> Ooh, that's I just um, did. Yeah. 
<laughs> what about you, Joe? How do you deal with stress in an oh, unhealthy yeah. way? I only want to know the unhealthy way. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the only one that that's the only one we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I probably sugar too. There's something about having a really stressful, bad day. You start you start feeling like your body is sugar neglected or something mm. you're like something's missing i'm craving something and it's usually like a bag of skittles or something mm. something chewy and sugary um <laughs> i guess chewing chewing's like a way to get the anger like the stress anger out yeah like, i think you're right <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> exactly it's gotta be it's gotta be chewy and it's gotta be packed with sugar but yeah that um Let's see what else. I I wish I could say I exercised or something, but I don't. You know. <laughs> yeah, I run a five k, and I'm incredibly fit when no, I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, probably just drink whiskey and. Yeah, but in in the time of Charles Darwin, which I definitely know when that was, but what what would be the go to food that you would use as like a guilty pleasure, or would it be just pure opium for fun? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Sophie? I don't know either. Actually, I don't know much about cuisine through the ages uh would it be chicken legs we talked about those before <laughs> would it be i don't know yeah cake was cake around was cake a big thing i feel Probably. like sugar sugar was for the very rich wasn't it for throughout a lot of history so maybe it was sugar for like certain people because it's mm. also at that point at that time, eating sugar reduced your stress, and it was also like a way to brag about how wealthy you were, I guess. Yes, exactly. Like, look, I can eat this whole packet of bourbon biscuits. Right, like, <laughs> <laughs> right exactly. Um, yeah. Like, like spices, right. Oh, yes, but yeah, spice trade. <laughs> Love that. But this was in, let's see, 1850s or something like that, or 1860s, I think. So, um, so I'm trying to think, yeah, I'm trying to think of what would have been... So he'd just be eating a bag of cumin or something, or like garam <laughs> masala. I feel like that was probably more like the like the 1500s and 1600s. I, I, I like to think by, by, you know, Victorian times they had they had spices, but maybe not. Mm. We have to have... We're going to have to have Phil edit out all of my lack of history knowledge. Keep it in, Phil. Keep it in, Phil. Giles always says, Joe, the, Joe's the history expert, but I'm not. I'm not at all. I, I, I am just super... Super casual. Well, that's um, it's like you fan. know what, Joe. Though I relate to that because it's like when people like Sophie's a science expert, but uh, science, much like history, is quite big. So, right. <laughs> like, oh, here we have an expert right. of all of history. Can you tell me about Charles Darwin and also <laughs> like the Egyptians? You know. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I always wanted to know what string theory is. So if, yeah, you, could just, exactly. if you could just explain that real quick. I get questions ranging from like you know, oh. It does space go on forever to is this ra is this rash okay? Like <laughs> it's quite the range. Um, right, yeah. you're a doctor now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is there a doctor on this flight? No, but there is a YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> we are delighted to say that Ancient Origins is sponsoring this podcast. Ancient Origins is the world's most popular ancient history website covering lost civilizations, odd artifacts, amazing places, and strange events in history, it brings alive the mystery and intrigue of our ancient past. Listeners to this podcast can get 20% off a premium subscription by using the code HISTORY. Okay, on with the show. Let's see. Right before we finish, there's there's some time to go through a few old words. Um, 
we found Ooh. some some old historical words and i'm just going to read the word to you and if you don't mind just guess what you think the word means and then oh i'll tell gosh. you oh god maybe you okay. know some of these don't Let's give see. me any science ones because i'm going to seem like okay. i feel you're going to have to edit that out if i don't know <laughs> there's no science words um this one is from the old scots language the word is groke it's a verb oh i feel like groke is like phlegm like phlegm that you spit out <laughs> that's that's a great answer that's that's perfect that's exactly what it sounds like but it isn't um, but what it, it is it means it's uh <laughs> it's staring at somebody who's eating hoping they'll share with you um it's oh actually my gosh. also a noun that's such so a good be, word that's yes. such a good word that is, that's me all over that groke so what i would be a groke or i would groke i think it's i think it's a noun and a verb but i actually maybe it is just a noun so a groke you a would be a grope. <laughs> That's so good. I always do that at like a that. restaurant. Like I always get that food envy thing. So yes. I am a groke. That's really funny. I am a groke as well, yeah. It seems um, the Scots had a lot of great specific words for things that were lost, which is a shame. Oh, of course, because it wouldn't have been groke. It would have been grok. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's You're the way I should have pronounced it. <laughs> Maybe they still say that. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. It's a long lost word. <laughs> go to a <laughs> yeah. pub in Scotland and just go and stare at someone's food in Scotland and see what they call you. Probably yep. something worse than a grok, to be fair. But <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's what happened when I did the, the little book of lost words. Um, a lot of these words, uh, uh, British people were like, that's not a lost word. Like I, I said that yesterday. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't, we didn't hang on to those when, uh, when we crossed the Atlantic. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one is fudgel. This is a verb. Fudgel. It's from the 18th century. Ooh, fudgel. I feel like fudgel is like when, when you go to catch something, but you like don't quite ah. like you like toss it in the air a bit, and then you end up dropping it. It's like just dropping something when you thought you were going to catch it. No, but I, I feel like Sophie's answers are actually all better definitions of these <laughs> words. Um, Fudgel is pretending to work while actually doing nothing. Oh, oh what a great word. Darwin, Darwin, Darwin's calling. He, <laughs> right, wants, he right. wants that word for his letter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like um, that. So I am fudgling or I am... I'm going to fudgel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, fudgling, yeah, that's probably half my day. No, yeah. no, that's not true. I shouldn't say that. Um, cut that out, Phil. Cut that out, Phil. That. Phil, cut, cut that out. out. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Job's on the line, Phil. No. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, the, the third one, uh, snollygoster from the 19th century. Snollygoster, that's mm. a noun. Snollygoster. That's one of those British words that isn't lost anymore. Joe, yeah, we say right. snollygoster all the time. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> snollygoster. And this, that is a noun, isn't it? Yes, it's kind of an insult. It's what you'd call a certain type of person. It's a gossip, isn't it? Surely. Like, oh, you snollygoster. No. I caught you with your ear <laughs> against the door kind of thing. Well, once again, you've provided a better, a better <laughs> definition. No, it's a shrewd, unprincipled person, especially a politician. Oh, a politician. <laughs> we know a few snollygosters yes. around here, don't we? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, great! I like that. Yes. Um, and that—that's it. That's all the words I got. Those are great words. So, so like... score was what zero out of three. 
<laughs> I'll take that. But take three zero. bonus points for great exactly. alternative <laughs> definitions. So three out of three. We call it even. Oh, look at that. What a turnaround for me. <laughs> I feel like a politician's always trying to be relatable. I think there needs to be some politician in a live TV debate that brings back Stolly Goster, like as a, yeah. as like a massive smackdown. Like, mic drop, you're a Stolly Goster. Yep, yep. <laughs> All of a sudden on Twitter, you'll see Snollygoster trending and you're like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's all we've got time for on this week's episode of Socially Awkward History. Thank you to our guest, the hilarious Sophie Ward. Yeah, so where can we find more of you? Uh, on YouTube as Soph's Notes and I'm on Twitter and Insta as the same thing and TikTok as well. But yeah, search Soph's Notes and I'll be there. Well, thank you also to our sponsors, Ancient Origins. You can find out more about them and get a 20% off a subscription by clicking the link below in the show notes. If you enjoy the show, please do follow or subscribe and leave a review as well as a five-star rating. It really helps other people discover us. You can find more about History Hustle on social media as well as historyhustle.com. This podcast was produced by Giddy Ant Comedy and edited by Phil Atkins. Most importantly, thank you to you for listening. We really do appreciate it. Until next time, stay awkward. Awkward.